Notes from the Upper West Side, a novel by Dan Wrench. Chapter 92, Pig. In my memory, all the images from that night seem like they were taken from about fifty feet above my head and angled down on me like on an ant. But like I said, after the vodka and juices, I was floating. I kinda didn't care that I saw myself as a bug on the sidewalk. I was going up to bang the chambermaid with my chemical cock. I got upstairs to room 884 because room 882 was occupied. Fern let me in and even though it's pretty hazy because my judgment was a little impaired, I could tell she was trying to look sexy. She was wearing a really tight top, maybe made of spandex, and a short skirt. I wanted to tell her that looking sexy was beside the point, but instead I said, Whoa, Fern, looking good. She was kind of nervous, so I turned her around to face the wall and bent her toward it. Take off your skirt, I said. I'm not wearing panties, she giggled and started unbuckling the little belt that held her skirt on. I looked away. I found the light switch and went over to it. I didn't want to see the Godzilla cheeks emerging from the circus tent she called a skirt. Go ahead, call me a bastard. Is the skirt off, I asked. Yeah, you want to see? I turned out the light. I like it in the dark, I said. And before I could sense the passing of even one second, my pants were down and I was rummaging inside her snatch with my medically enhanced Throckmorton. I got a little rough with her and she liked it. Polly, she kind of whispered while I was slamming her. Polly, tell me you gonna make me you pig. My what? You fuck pig. Treat me like you fuck pig. I nothing to you, yeah? Tell me how I nothing but you pig. You're going to use how you want. Okay, you chicks. Just so you know, talk like that in a situation like this really scrambles the hard-on centers of man brain. I just got done annihilating a date with a throbbing babe I'd been thinking about nonstop for over a month. And now a girl too huge for me to look at naked wants to be my fuck pig. I pulled out and collapsed on the bed. Polly, what? You okay? Fern asked. She was still over at the wall in the dark. You want the light on or what? No, no, I kind of moaned. Leave it off. I felt her ass bend the mattress down. Polly, what up with you? I sighed. She crawled up next to me in the dark. Polly, you crying? No. Just... What is it? What happened to you? I told her. Hell, why not? She was my kegel coach. She'd been bringing me into the home stretch almost every night for three weeks and telling me how much better I was getting at holding it back and how much longer I could go. She knew what it was for. 
She knew more about it than anyone else did. Unless Harp really was chatting it up with Cammie. They could have been on their cell phones right then as far as I knew and talking about paranoid Paul and his clitorophobia. That little I-don't-even-know-the-guy act? Not so convincing. I've heard better lies from liars. And she's an actor, don't forget. Actors lie for a living. So like I said, I told Fern all about it. I even told her my suspicion about Parp sabotaging me and Cammy being in on it. And she didn't laugh or say, you fucked up, or look at me like I had a freakishly large forehead. She just kind of reached over and found my dick and rubbed it gently while I talked. Even now, looking back on it, I'm thinking how much better it all would have been if Fern had just been 100 or 150 pounds lighter. I would have spent the rest of the night bawling her. And she could have done that. Let's say 10 years ago, Fern started running and doing squats and getting on the scale every day. Let's say she limited the mojito and cheeseburger intake. If she had done that, I might have skipped Cammy altogether and started slamming Fern a week earlier. But hey, if she'd been hot, she wouldn't have had the sweet personality. She'd have been a bitch like the rest of them flirting my cock swollen and making me guess the magic words to keep her from stomping off. The real fern, the sweet fern, the fat fern, listened to me tell the whole story and then we just lay there for a little while in the dark. Hey, Polly, she half whispered with her breath hitting my ear. Why you need that bitch, huh? I laughed. <laughs> she giggled. Why you need her? She all fucked up. You don't need no daddy saying bitch. You mean because I'm married? She propped herself up on her arm and talked down at me. My eyes were getting used to the dark so I could just make out her face. She was grinning a really big grin. No, not because you married. Why then? Because you got a fuck toy, yeah? Why you need those beaches when you got a fuck slave, yeah? We could go on vacations, you and me, and I spend the whole time on you dick like a pig. Why? Why pig? Because I'm fat, she giggled. <laughs> Come on, Fern. She giggled again. <laughs> you don't notice I'm fat. Well, I let it hang. Notes from the Upper West Side is a work of fiction. The people depicted in this work do not exist. Notes from the Upper West Side, copyright 2022, by Dan Wrench.